All right, everybody, welcome to a new, new episode. Okay, okay, what are you starting? All right, everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Ant. Oh. All right, everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Yams podcast. Okay, there we go. All right, everybody, this is episode 59. If I said 58 in the last episode, I was incorrect. I mean, I mean, no, no, no. If I said 59 in the last episode, I was incorrect because this is episode 59. Last episode was 58. And so today we will be finally finishing Falcon and the Winter Soldier season finale titled One World, One People. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, originally I had for us planned. To finish, like, just stop the podcast at 69 episodes. But what episode are we on now? Uh, 59. Oh, we're but, almost getting there. But I've created a new system. If we can get to 690 episodes, I'll be pleased. That, that is possible, Jack. You're going to get. You're gonna have to give me some more dog food from the basement. <laughs> talking about milk all right let's stop talking about milk for a second i'll start talking about the podcast episode topic sorry i'm passionate all right oh jack so we open up with this episode where the flag smashers are attacking the grc building and so because they're trying to stop the senators and all the people from passing the patch act and if you notice, this room is in red with, like, the red flashing lights. And this actually symbolizes all the blood that has been caused by the Flag Smashers the and the GRC. Stop. No. No. This is all. This is, uh, this is symbolizing all the blood that the GRC and the Flag Smashers have done in this episode. So there's a lot of symbolism that I made for this episode. So I would sit tight. Or if you're, like, having to go potty, take your shit now. While you're listening to me, a very soothing conversation with okay. Josh. No, that's, that's not soothing at all. I don't want to take a shit and have you like complain about how you hit yourself in the balls. Speaking of shit, can someone please get a toilet down here? I'm tired of, you, I'm tired of using the bucket. No, you were yeah, shitting yeah. your Dude, pants. And we got to share that bucket too. Okay, next uh, we see that uh, near, so like Bucky's walking by because it's, it's like under, like kind of like they're all kind of held hostage. So like Bucky walks by and he's like trying to come in there. And as he does this, a military soldier actually salutes him. So this actually shows that uh, some people still honor Bucky and his rank that he had in the military, which, I mean, is kind of weird, Which I, but I can understand. But it's still kind of weird because, I mean, this guy was pardoned for, like, killing people. I mean, but was he, was he ever discharged from the military? I don't think he ever was. So, therefore, he still is a member of the U.S. military. He was just KIA. 
Yeah. And speaking of KI really quickly, uh, when I'm at lunch sometimes, pe people throw carrots at this one kid and they just scream KIA. I think that's bullying and you're probably <laughs> causing some deep emotional scars. No, this guy thinks he's smarter than the uh, government, the FBI, and the police. Yeah, we're probably like trying to prove that you're right. Probably the <sighs> best thing to do is not just throw carrots at him. Uh, no. But it's it's funny because sometimes we switch to grapes. But uh, anyway, so as this is happening, Sharon Carter sneaks in, and she's actually wearing the face mask, like the same type of one that um, Black Widow used in the Winter Soldier Falcon the Winter Soldier movie. And so then we see that they're kind of like telling some of the senators to like go through like a helicopter, like leave through the helicopter leave through these vans and so and so um when they do that there's this one flag smasher that's under uh what's it called undercover and he puts like this little device on the doors when he locks the door for the van and it's kind of like it looks like a spider and has this increased strength and like keeps the door closed why he's just fat Oh, no, no. It's just a reference to a later scene. Oh, when he gets the uh, acid on his face? Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so he, like, like it keeps, it locks them in, and, like, later we see them trying to open the door, and then nobody can fucking open it. It's just, like, insane. But, uh, anyway, um, we see, where are we go? Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, and so, uh, there's a spider-type thing, and then they also, because it's, is ah oh shit no whoops i forgot to mention in the last episode there's a scene where sharon carter is on the phone with uh what's uh what's patrock the leaper and he's t and so we find out that sharon carter is behind like Wait, episode so what, what's Batroc's power uh, let me finish what, well, let me finish let me finish so we find out that but like patrock's mission in the first episode sharon set that up and we find out that Sharon is making Batroc the Leaper help the uh, Flag Smashers. And so at the end of that episode, the Flag Smashers get all the uh, these weapons from Batroc the Leaper. And so these are like the weapons that they're talking about. And so that's when they decide that they're going to go attack the GRC building in, in New York. And that's where we are now. That's where everybody's going to meet. And so these weapons, like, so like they throw some smoke bombs that like emit this green light, but it like, the smoke obviously leaves, but there's a green light. So I'm thinking, because this is kind of kind of a cool uh, theory, is what if these devices are all like Oscorp Industries? Because like the little smoke bomb, it's it has that green emitting light. It kind of looks like the ball, like the pumpkin bomb that Green Goblin uses, or like Norman Osborn uses, and uh, from the Oscorp Industries. I mean, personally, that's just kind of cool to think about, like. And like that spider like lock that can be kind of like hinting at spider-man and his increased strength which we saw in the civil war okay so next we see that sam swoops in with his brand new comic accurate captain america costume which i mean looks pretty fucking amazing so we see that when he like appears and knocks out a flag smasher he is in this blue light okay now, I'm going to talk about light, like all these different colors that I'm mentioning at the end of this episode. So keep it in mind. He stands in this blue light as he's just standing there in his armor. 
And so he goes to fight Patroc the Leaper for a second. And so it's kind of like like matched evenly. And Patroc Leaper kind of like points fun at him, the fact that uh, he has no Super Soldier Serum and he kind of sucks at fighting. But that's just Batroc the Leaper trying to get up to his head. So next we see Carly calls Bucky and is telling him that she's fighting for her cause. And she's like, did you ever actually fight for a cause, dude? He's like, uh, yeah, what were the events of Infinity War? I mean, where I literally died again. And so, uh, I mean, she's kind of a dumbass, but she is fighting for a reasonable cause. But the way she carries it out is kind of stupid. And so as Sam and Batroc are, no, yeah, as Sam and Patrock are fighting, he sees that the helicopter that has one of the senators is actually just a bunch of flag smashers, and they took they took off. So Sam sees that he flies out of a window, and the coolest part about like Sam being the new Captain America is where he keeps the shield and how he uses the shield, like along with his like vibranium wings. So like just like normal Steve Rogers Captain America, he has the shield on his back. But the coolest part is is like when he's flying, the shield like just propels out in front of him, and it just he can just catch it. Like, that's kind of cool, not going to lie. Like, the way he can use it, like, if he, like, just tucks tucks in and the shield just shoots out in front of him, that's fucking cool, man. And so, anyway, we see Red Wing appear again, so Red Wing's back, so, so they, he has a new Red Wing that probably isn't uh, watched and hacked by the U.S. government this time. It's just hacked by the Wakandans, you know. You just got to keep track on everybody. But uh, he saves the senator, and there's... A, and so he puts, he, like, I think he, like, puts her off on, like, a bridge. And so when he's also on the bridge, he notices that the helicopter's coming down. And he notices there's a nearby NYPD officer. And so he actually, like, puts his wings around the officer, kind of like how a mother bird protects his, her, like, eggs or, like, uh, baby birds. And we see how, like, indestructible these wings are because, you know, they're made out of vibranium. Fucking helicopter just crashes down on the wings. Not even a dent. I mean, like, that's pretty fucking insane. And so next we see Walker arrives on the scene, kind of like walking the street with his new DIY shield. He's going to attack Carly, like kind of like at a construction site a little bit. And Carly's trying to like terrorize the hostages that are stuck in the uh, van. And so like Carly has him like at the edge of like a, like at the top of a construction site. And so uh, Walker is like trying to attack Carly, but like all this is like pushing like the, the van over. And so, he uh, Walker kind of has this moral decision that he has to make: kill the person that he's been trying to capture like the whole season, or save the hostages and become the hero, for a in a sense. And so he, it's kind of a tough decision for him. But he like kind of like shakes it off eventually, and he realizes he has to go save the hostages. And we get like this cool scene from the other side where he starts pulling the van back with the super soldier's chair. And while all that's happening, his shield actually falls down. He's given up the uh, the mantle of Captain America. And as I mentioned in the last episode, the fall, this is the rise. Because if you notice, we see kind of panned up from the shield, like shield up to him because he is up and he has risen as a hero, a hero in his own sort. So that's pretty cool. But we see that he's kind of struggling because he's not that powerful, even though he has a super soldier serum because it's kind of like already like fallen. It's kind of like struggling with it and then we see out of nowhere that it starts to push back up again we cut to like bucky's view and we see it's actually captain america uh sam and he pushes it up he saves them and then he go uh we see carly and sharon carter so they're talking and carly actually goes hey you're the power broker 
And this was like a big moment for everybody. Like, oh my God, Shannon Carter's a power broker. But actually, they never said she was the power broker. She never said, yeah, I am the power broker. She didn't say anything. She just started oh, yeah, saying, she didn't want to admit it. She's a, she's the power broker. But I don't think so because who is she talking to at the end of this episode in the end credit scene? I mean, that could be the actual power broker. She could still be working for him. I don't think she's a power broker. I mean, I just generally don't think she is. But uh, anyway, Patrick the Leaper comes out of nowhere because, I mean, this guy's still somehow fucking alive. Uh, he's like the only like MCU villain that hasn't died somehow. But uh, so he appears and he starts talking to Sharon while Carly's here. She, he's trying to blackmail her, my man. You're going to blackmail this guy if you're like a supporting character. You're not going to do shit. You're either going to die, be in prison, or be like, knock the fuck out. Come on. You know your place in a show, man. And so, yeah, I know Sharon just sh straight up just shoots him and kills him. Kind of like blames it on Carly because. Right after that happens, Sam gets there and notices that and kind of looks like uh, Carly shot him. And so Carly and Sam kind of have a fight. And while that fight is breaking out, um, we notice that Sam's not actually doing any offensive attacks. It's only defensive because he doesn't want to hurt Carly. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. He's just trying to stop Carly from fighting him. And Carly even goes, fight me. And he goes, no, I'm not going to do that. He's like, nah, nah, man. And so we actually see that uh, we actually cut to a scene where some of the flag smashers are like running away and just Bucky and Walker just appear out from the pillar out of nowhere. And they're and Walker uses a quote from uh, Abraham Lincoln. He's like, mercy bears richer fruit than strict justice. Now I couldn't like really relate that to anything. I'm sure I could if I like took more time, but I couldn't really relate that to anything like right now. But Bucky just plays it off as like, man, just don't say any quotes. You're like, you're a, you're a dick. He's like, just, just just shut the fuck up. Which I mean, it's kind of funny. But uh, oh, guys, just, just, a, just a note for the podcast. Just to, I was, I'm playing a game right. You gotta hear me call the simp. So shut up. You to be noted. Shut up, Jack. Don't call me a simp. No, I'm. Uh, Jack is a simp. Oh, okay. All right, so anyway, we come back to the fight with Carly and Sam. And then Sharon out of nowhere just shoots Carly, killing her. And so Sam comes, like, out of another building with Carly. And he's flying down, and he has her in her arms. And it's kind of like, is like the, this is kind of like the cover art of Crisis on Infinite Earths, how Superman is holding a Supergirl. Or it's kind of like how, because Sam talks about it later when he's talking, when he saves the senators and all that from the van, he takes him out, he's talking to them politically. Carly laid down her life for this, for this whole thing. And that kind of relates to like how Jesus laid down his life for the cause. Now I'm not relating them at all in the sense that everybody is thinking, I'm just saying it's kind of, kind of alike. Now Carly did not die on the cross for the sins of everybody. She was also a terrorist, which we're going to bring up, but I'm not relating the two. I'm just saying, hey, think about it. This is kind of the same. No, let me rephrase it. It's somewhat, tiny bit, the same. And so, like, after that, we see, like I said, Sam's talking to them, and he lectures the truth, which we talked about last episode, which he learned from Isaiah Bradley, and he's been debating this whole time to the GRC saying, hey, 
you have everything wrong. You need to actually help the people around you. Stop being like actual assholes. Rethink the patch shack, rework everything. And this actually comes from the comics. So when Sam becomes Falcon in the comics, no, no, no. When Sam becomes Captain America in the comics, he's actually, he speaks out a lot, very politically about everything. And uh, when that happens, a lot of people don't like it, but that's how Sam takes his role as Captain America, being very political, I mean, very out there, which I mean, I, I kind of like to see that sometimes, like you actually putting your thought out there, if you are going to represent America, which I, I, I like Sam doing, he, had, he, he said stuff that was true. And uh, after like his lecture, he walks off with Bucky. Bucky congratulates him and actually calls him Captain America, because they're like during the whole time when he like during that little like conference, the senators and all the press was there. They're like, "Hey, what do we call you, Captain Falcon?" No, that's copyrighted from Smash Bros. But uh, all that's going down, and so he actually this is the first time he's actually called Captain America. I would say in the MCU, Sam is. And no, 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 no. He calls himself Captain America earlier in the episode, but that like this is the first time anybody else calls him Captain America. And so he flies off. But the last thing we see, because he like does like a little twirl, is the shield. Like the shield pans to the camera, which is this man has finally accepted the shield, and that is the end of that plot. Because he's been fighting this the whole show, and he's finally accepted the shield. He's finally become one of the shield. And so next we see the last few last few Flag Smashers are in another van. They're being driven off because they're arrested. And so uh, we see that they the van just blows up. We see from afar that it was, uh, let me see how to pronounce the name. It was Osnich, Zemo's butler, watching from a, like in his car. And then we cut to Zemo in the raft, hearing it. And it's just like Thanos. Their, their missions are done. Zemo's mission with Super Soldier Serum is done. There's like no other Super Soldiers. Super Soldiers besides like the like Walker and Bucky that are alive and maybe like if you want to go kill Elderly Cap. But I mean, he his mission is done. He can finally rest on a sunny day. And if you noticed, like when it cut outside of the raft, it's actually pretty sunny. So just like Thanos, he's resting because he was like sitting down on his bed. And as soon as he sees it, he lays down, which, I mean, is pretty cool. Nobody else noticed that. It's the first time I noticed, like, somebody noticed it, and it was me. Like, I kind of like what I said here. It look, it sounds very nice. I'm not being cocky. I'm just saying I would like other people to, like, see crap like that. That's pretty cool. So next we cut to Val and, like, Walker's wife. They're, like, in the empty courtroom from, like, last episode, and Val's talking about the explosion and how she's, like, kind of implying that she helped out. And then John Walker walks out with his new U.S. Asian costume, and there's just a bunch of white light. Keep that in mind. White light just blaring on him as he has this new costume. And so the scene ends with Val saying, "There are th things are about to get weird. So when, so when they do want, so when they are, they don't want a new Captain America. They're going to need a U.S. agent, kind of naming him the newest new U.S. agent. Because again, that rise of a new hero, which I talked about." He dropped the shield. He no longer is Captain America. He no longer represents what it means to be Captain America. He no longer wants to be a Captain America. He is his own hero now. And so that's pretty cool. And, and I like what they're doing with this guy. But I feel like it was kind of rushed. And I hope they do justice to him. 
in whatever they do next with him because I really like this character. I really like how uh, Wyatt Russell did it. The one thing I still don't understand is like why people would, like harass him on Instagram. The whole point of like his character is to be a dick. Like that's so stupid. Yeah. All right. So next we see Bucky goes to meet with uh, Mister Naki Nakajine. We're, we're just gonna go with that. The old Chinese man from like episode one or two. And he actually goes and tells him that he killed his son. And the guy's just like, what? And then Bucky just walks off. He's just like, he's like, yeah, I killed your son. And Bucky just walks off and like, uh, like crosses the name off the list. But I feel bad for the old Chinese man. He's like, you, you killed my son? And oh, Bucky's wow. just like, yeah. And walks off. Like, like, but the guy never said anything. He just, Bucky just walks off. And the guy's like. Like, I, I feel really bad about it, but yeah, he did. The guy goes. Not even like a week ago, I had like dinner with this man. I killed myself. What the fuck? But I mean that that's pretty funny to me. But anyway, and then we cut to uh him leaving the book finally because with Doctor Rayner, his psychologist from earlier in the episode, and it actually as she walks out of the frame, it cuts to it doesn't cut, but it just shows the woods that are painted at the wall. And again, this is something I noticed, which is kind of cool. This is saying that he is completely free from his past life. Unless there's another plot for another movie that they got to bring him into. He's done. He is finally released, just like in two episodes prior, when he was finally done of his mind control. In the forest that Bucky is, theoretically, with the painting, but that he was prior to this in Wakanda when he got released of the... Hydra mind control by Ao and Wakanda, which I I think that's pretty cool. Like a little close on Bucky's chapter, and so Sam goes to meet Isaiah again, and Isaiah goes, "Hey, are you the Black Captain America now?" And Sam, in which Sam replies, "Damn right I am." And again, this is Sam finally accepting the role of Captain America now after constantly saying, "No, I don't like it. No, I don't want to do it. Maybe I should have burned the shield. Maybe I should have melted it." Maybe I should get rid of the symbol of Captain America. He's finally embraced it, which I mean is pretty cool to see. So after that, Sam brings Isaiah and Elijah, his uh, nephew, who's going to become Patriot later in the MCU, hopefully, to the cap area of like the Smithsonian Museum. And he actually shows him the little honors area, which is a golden statue of Isaiah Bradley, and it talks about what he did. And that, this is kind of like a sad part in the episode. And if this is Isaiah finally getting recognition for what he did, what he deserved. And this is so sad that Isaiah Bradley even starts to cry a little bit. And this kind of closes the chapter on Isaiah Bradley also, because he was thinking about all, all these bad things. And he finally realized how Sam realized they're still good. Isaiah realized, hey, there's still good. There's still some good out here. Sam is that good for Isaiah Bradley. But Sam knows ultimately that there is some good, which is probably why Captain, I mean, where Steve picked him to be the next Captain America. And so uh, next we see Sam and Bucky again celebrating with Sam's family at a giant uh, community cookout near the boats that nobody cares about. And we and this episode closes with them two, and it cuts to, like, the credits. And instead of in the credits, it's saying uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier has actually changed, if you guys paid attention, to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So that's pretty cool. So we also well, had a... Were they really planning to have it be, like, Captain America and the White Wolf? Yes, they were. That was going to be the original. Like that was going to be like the title of the show when it first started. But Kevin Feige also said no. He also said no to a scene. 
where Spider-Man was supposed to appear after Falcon got, like in this episode, where after Falcon got his uh, costume. I was just saying, because like, calling it Captain America the Winter and, and the Winter Soldier makes it really hard to differentiate between that and Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yes, it does. But I mean... I understand why they didn't name it the other name. You know, they're keeping it for like the last two episodes where he becomes Captain America. And I get why they named it like uh, the Winter Soldier because Bucky is getting rid of that name. And so we get a po we get a post credit scene where Sharon Carter is being pardoned in the courtroom and she's getting back her previous rank. And she and so as she's like outside walking down the steps of the. She's on the phone and she's talking to somebody saying that they now have access to all the government secrets, weapons, and you and you name it. So whatever this hell this is heading up, Iron, I mean Armor Wars, uh, Iron Heart, Secret Invasion, who knows? But again, this is why I don't think she's the power broker. I think because she never actually said she was. She probably works for probably like the right hand man. But I mean, I don't think it's her. And so that was this episode. Before we, I ask you guys what you think about it, I want to go down the four colors that I found today and my, the symbolisms and the meanings behind them and how they relate. Let me just eat another Cheeto really quickly because, you know, Cheeto fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm choking on Cheeto. Okay, we're good. Okay. So the first color is red. And so the first... The first three colors I based off of the meaning from the American flag. So you got red, white, and blue. So red stands for valor and bravery. Bravery. So this obviously stands for like the war aspect of the show and how we see what happens to all these veterans after the real war, the world, what happens after their own war and their time. And a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that happens to the like in the show happens to a lot of veterans in real life, which is kind of sad to think about. But it, the red shows the brave men and women that have laid down their lives to keep us safe. And if you think about it, that is what Captain America, Steve Rogers, did his whole time in the MCU. The only time he was selfish was in the end when he finally got to enjoy himself. But other than that, he always thought about other people. He never thought about anybody else. He always thought about how he could keep saving people. And he stood up for what, what he thought was right, just like how Sam does at the end of the episode. He stands up for what he thinks is right, which is where we get that idea of there is still good in this world, even though people like Isaiah Bradley tell us otherwise, even though they have experiences, which we can understand in some sense. And But we need to look past that and hope and try to look for a good part of in our world. So next we got white, which is purity and innocence. So the new purity and innocence symbolism, because if you noticed on this, on Falcon's new uh uh, costume. There's a lot more white that there is in the comics, so it's showing how pure and innocent the symbol of the shield is now that there's no more blood on it, and the name of Captain America. Because if you remember, in the two episodes ago when John Walker killed the guy in the Captain America costume, that that blood kind of put a bad name on Captain America and the symbolism of it. But the big like symbolism of the shield and symbolism of Captain America throughout the whole show was a big thing. But now. It is pure and innocent once more. So next color is blue, which stands for vigilance, perseverance, and justice. 
So we see that Sam and Isaiah kept fighting for what they uh, kept fighting. Let's see what Sam. And they, so we see that Sam kept fighting for what he wanted and eventually became the Captain America. So that is that vigilance. And we see that Sam gets justice for Isaiah. We see that Isaiah wanted justice. And so next is the black. And so I, I just looked up what the meaning of black was. And so this obviously relates to John Walker. Black stands for strength, power, and authority. So Walker now has new authority and is ready to use his powers for good, showing his strength to fully, and now has risen. He's full. He's full. He's no longer a bad guy. He has risen, become a new hero. And now he he has, uh, there's not too much black in his costume, if you notice. And if you have too much black, that means it has to deal with grief, like a uh, funeral, death, like a Tony Stark's wedding or like any wedding, but there's not that much. Even he's because he's coming back from the, the dark, his own cave, which we mentioned last episode, where all there is is black, which he still holds the black in him from Lamar's death. But there's also colors of red and white, of purity and innocence, how pure and innocent Lamar was, and his brave and the valor, just like the metal valor that uh, John Walker put on his shield in honor of him. And so that's, and so now him wearing this costume is honoring his dear friend and because he's given up the shield and he's become his own hero. And so is in his own right, he is honoring his best friend. So those are all the colors that we had for today. Thank you for learning with Bob Ross, Josh. So yeah, that was that. So what did you guys think about this episode? Jack? What'd you think about this episode? How is it too long? Louie, what did you think? I quite liked it. It was very good. Yes, it thought was. thought it was a good finale. Kind of wrapped everything up while leaving good. While leaving a lot of stuff for future endeavors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Something I've never understood that annoys the shit out of me is like people go, Hey, MCU sucks because I don't completely close off everything. And I'm like, dude, do you not understand the point of the MCU? It expands more than just this thing. Like, like Endgame sucked because it left plot holes. No shit. What do you think the whole Phase 4 has to build off of, man? You can't just, like, kind of restart. This is not the DC uh, cinematic universe. You build off of what's going on. That is why people leave things unfinished. Like it sucked. Not everything's going to be closed off. Not everything's going to be done, because then there is no more point of having a new show, a new movie, and all that. Like that's just shit. That crap is just so annoying to me. All right, that was season finale of Falcon the Winter Soldier. So I want to thank everybody who has been listening. So it's probably like nobody. I want to thank everybody for listening to us break down the show. Next, we have Bad Batch for you guys. Like, that's going to be our next show, including Loki. And so stay tuned for those. I know we're kind of getting excited for Bad Batch. We all watched the first episode. It was pretty nice. But uh, other than that, that's this episode for y'all tonight. And so, yeah, there you go. Thank you for listening.